Hi everyone, welcome back to Farron Dunn Film, and today I'm bringing you a review of a new film called The Tall. The Tall is going to be released in cinemas and on premium on-demand on Friday the 27th of August. Now, as detailed in the press notes, The Tall is a hugely entertaining, irresistibly clever and darkly comic crime caper reminiscent of the Coen Brothers' finest work and starring Michael Smiley, who you may know from things such as Kill List and Luther, Anne Elway from Little Women, Ewan Rion from Game of Thrones and Paul Kay from The Ghoul. On the Pembrokeshire border, a man, played by Michael Smiley, is working solo shifts in the quietest toll booth in Wales. He's hiding from his criminal past where nobody would ever look. As his past actions catch up with him and his peace is shattered, he enlists the help of local nerdy wells and oddballs, including a female Elvis impersonator, rampaging triplets and disgruntled sheep farmers, while the local police officer, Catherine, grows increasingly suspicious. With an all-star cast of British talent, the tour is a deliciously dark journey into the wild west of Wales from debut director Ryan Andrew Hooper. The tour stars Michael Smiley, Ewan Rion, Paul Kay, Anne Elwi, Steve Oram and Julian Glover. Here is a trailer for the film. Most people's lives could be considered unremarkable. Aside from one or two defining moments, moments where people find out who they really are. Which way the Irish ferries, mate? The search is over. You did want me to do that, didn't you? Ten, ten. Oh, I don't have the call for this. There's been a terrorist incident. A what? They were speaking their own language. They weren't speaking in English. You don't think they could have been speaking Welsh? This gentleman been sent by a crime family who are intent on taking over your turf. Hand over your takings. How much is it? One pound twenty. Oh, come on. We usually encourage tourists to stick to sightseeing. Anything unusual today? Do you have anything to chop them up with? Nothing out of the obvious. What can anyone tell me about our friend in the toll booth? No one will tell the truth when it comes to you. I want to know why. I done a terrible thing a long time ago. Somebody's gonna have to pay for it. Shit just got dark, boy. <laughs> I am a man of action. How much of what you told me is true? Justice you're looking for. This is your last chance. Where'd you hide his car? So the tour was written by Matt Red and directed by Ryan Andrew Hooper, the latter of whom shared a director's statement as part of the media pack of the film. So I'm going to read you just a little bit of that director's statement. So Ryan Andrew Hooper states in his director's statement that the tour is, as far as I'm aware, the very first West Whalian Western. The genesis and the development of the project is so long and storied that I wouldn't really have time to go into it all here. Safe to say, getting it made was a ridiculous roller coaster of nonsense, frustration, confusion, joy, and angst. At its core, the tour is about the decisions we make as human beings and how we learn to live with the aftermath. It's about how, as we grow older, the world becomes ever more the shades of grey. 
Idealism becomes pragmatism, and we have to learn with how we make peace with ourselves and the mistakes that we made and are still to make. Matt and I wanted to make a movie that we'd go into the pictures to watch. That was pretty much the guiding principle from day one. We'd meet up, I'd chuck a load of ideas at him, he'd chuck a load back, we'd discuss it, drink tea, eat Oreos, bemoan at how good the Coen brothers were, and then eventually Matt came up with this script that I really loved. It instantly felt like a Western to me. I watched and watched old John Ford movies and great modern Westerns like No Country for Old Men and Hell or High Water, and the DNA felt the same. We knew our budget and shoot time would be ludicrously tight. There is a tendency to try and pull the film back when that is the case to make it a two-hander, limit locations, etc. I just had very little interest in making something like that, so we decided to do the opposite and go as nuts as we could. Gunfights, multiple locations, working with animals, filming at night, all the stuff you're advised to avoid on a low-budget picture. Now, before I get into my review, I think it's pretty clear from that director's statement and from watching the film itself that you can tell that Matt Red, the writer, and Ryan Andrew Hooper, the director, are fans of the genre. They're fans of films, and they've taken everything that they've seen over the years that has come to inspire them and influence them and put it on the screen here in the toll. There are plenty of familiar faces in the film, as I've already discussed. And we start off with Michael Smiley's toll booth operator, who is recounting the events of this thing that has happened, what we soon unravel to be the narrative of the film, to Catherine, a local police officer. We then obviously flash back to the events as they happen. So as you all have heard from the trailer, there is a terrorist incident, or an incident that's referred to as a terrorist incident. And this involves the rampaging triplets from the press notes, as I mentioned earlier. Um, and they hold up Michael Smiley's toll booth operator for the whole amount of £1.20, his watch and a sandwich. And you really get a sense of the tone of the film in that small interaction because they hold him up. There's a little bit of comedy. There's a little bit of black comedy in the little things that he's doing and, and the, the, him declaring that he's only got £1.20, he's only got a watch, he's only got a sandwich. Uh, and the sisters leave and say things like, oh, fault was on Instagram. And there's at one point where Catherine reports back and says, think less Islamic state and think more farmer interstate. And that does a lot for the film initially, because you know where you're going then. You know that you're going to get this kind of bleakly comic, dark comic. Again, I suppose West Whaley and Western, that was the first thing that I thought of before I read the director's statement. And as I was watching the film, I thought West Whaley and Western. I thought this clearly has been set up to look like a Western that is set in Wales. So, Michael Smiley's toll booth operator seems to be having a normal day before this blast from his past rocks up in a big flash car. From there, we then go right into this mysterious past. And it's a tribute to the direction of the film. And it's a tribute to the writing of the film, how enigmatic Michael Smiley gets to be as this toll booth operator. So he enlists the help of his friends, so Paul Kay and uh, Ewan Rayon's characters. They're unhinged, but they look to help him dispose the ghost of his past that have come back to haunt him. Catherine, meanwhile, the police officer, is trying to do anything she can to dig up anything about this Tollbooth operator's past, where he's come from. I think they even mentioned at the film at some point that she's 28 years old. Clearly, all that she's known in her life is that he operates this Tollbooth, but nobody can really tell her anything to do with where he's come from, what he did before, and what it is about him that makes him this enigmatic being that he is in the town. She goes to a pub and she has a really strange conversation with the patrons of the pub. And quite um, comedically, they all begin to start recounting the plots of films as if to say, 
oh, we only know this much about this person, but it's, it's you know, to do that he's done this in his past or he's done this in his past. And there's references to things like Shawshank Redemption, Star Wars and all that kind of stuff. And all this does is just add to his mystique. And again, that's just testament to the fantastic writing that has gone into this film. There's one really well-executed scene that adds more mystery to the uh, to the operator. And this is when he takes commission for an underhand sale. So someone turns up. Uh, this is the female Elvis impersonator that I was alluding to before in the press notes. And he takes a finder's fee from the buyer for, I'm not going to spoil it because it's a bit of a gag, for a certain item. And when the buyer is unhappy, he apologizes and he says, what we'll do, we'll resolve it. It's a bit of a miscommunication, but I'll buy it back for you for half the price. And it's so small intricacies of him wanting a finder's fee for a certain thing, wanting commission for a sale, and then willing to buy it back for half the price. He knows exactly what he's doing. And it builds that world where you think, what has this guy done in his past? Clearly these people are after him for a certain thing. And he's still doing things that are kind of underhanded and he's almost he's almost an anti-hero we don't want to go against him too much he's not a full-blown antagonist but he is our protagonist and we want to root for him essentially and we have to root for these kind of underhanded tactics that he's doing but it's those small intricacies that go a long way in making sure that his character is intriguing and holding our attention for the remainder of the film's runtime and the kind of things to start wrapping stuff up here is the tour is unashamedly reminiscent of the tone and the aesthetic style of the Coen Brothers films and of Martin McDonough's back catalogue. I was immediately thrown back to things like the tragic com- comic sensibility of things like Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. And I just love the fact that the writer and the director are making no bones about it and they're not in interviews being asked things like, oh, what films inspired you? And, da, 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 and they're going into it. They're, they're holding their hands up before we even get into it and saying, yes, we love the Coen brothers. We love Martin McDonough. We love all of these films that these guys have made. And we're just going to try and do it, but in Wales instead. And I love that. And I think that's absolutely testament to them and testament to the kind of the success of the film overall. It also imparts to me had this kind of, small community feel of something like hot fuzz where everybody knows everybody's business and it had that again occasionally black the comic that you get through in some of edgar wright's films although i think sometimes edgar wright can be a little bit more um not necessarily heavy-handed but a bit more flashy with the comedy as opposed to what you get in the tall but it, it had that kind of hot fuzz feel to it in certain points it's bleak it's isolated it's blackly comic there are times where you will laugh out loud there are times where you'll give it a big belly laugh but ultimately i think the success of the film the success of the tall is it's extremely well written and at just a mere 82 minutes long it never outstays its welcome so just to remind you all once again that the tour is available to see in cinemas from friday the 27th of august that's this friday if you listen to this as this podcast goes out and available on premium on-demand services for you to watch at home. I highly recommend it, especially if you're a fan of things like the Coen Brothers films and fans of Matt and McDonough's, even again, as I mentioned, fans of Hot Fuzz. But one of the things that is going to be the most memorable for me is Michael Smiley's absolutely superb performance as the toll booth operator.
Thank you very much for listening. It's been a joy to review the toll for you today. I'm going to be back in a couple of weeks with some more episodes. I'm going to bring back a required learning episode for a new film that I've introduced into my curriculum. And I'm going to be taking you through some films that I've put on the list. And hopefully, and again, I'm saying this is hopefully because I'm, I'm planning some recordings. Um, I'm going to be bringing you something a little bit new to the Farron and Film podcast. So in the meantime, you can help support Farron and Film by following us on Twitter at Farron and Film by going over to our Facebook page and liking our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Farron and Film, heading over to our sponsors, Offworld Tees, and using the code Farron, that's F-A-R-R-A-N-D, for 15% off your order. Go and watch The Toll. Go and watch it in the cinema if you can, if it's showing anywhere near you. If not, watch it on premium on demand from Friday the 27th of August. Stay safe, look after each other, and I will see you next time. Most people's lives could be considered unremarkable. Aside from one or two defining moments. Moments where people find out who they really are. Which way the Irish ferries, mate? The search is over. You did want me to do that, didn't you? Ten, ten. Oh, I don't have a call for this. There's been a terrorist incident. A what? They were speaking their own language. They weren't speaking in English. You don't think they could have been speaking Welsh? This gentleman been sent by a crime family who are intent on taking over your turf. Hand over your takings! How much is it? £1.20. Oh, come on! We usually encourage tourists to stick to sightseeing. Anything unusual today? Do you have anything to chop them up with? Nothing out of the obvious. What can anyone tell me about our friend in the toll booth? No one will tell the truth when it comes to you. I want to know why. I done a terrible thing a long time ago. Somebody's gonna have to pay for it. Shit just got dark, boy. I am a man of action. How much of what you told me is true? Justice you're looking for. This is your last chance. Where'd you hide his car? <laughs>